0: Today on the News and Why It Matters, Elizabeth Warren officially drops out of the presidential race. Also, uh, Chuck Schumer appears to threaten Supreme Court Justices Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. We've got a lot to get into, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by... Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. Also, sometimes other programs, too, if we put him on other things. I don't know. He's just the guy that we get to go research stuff when we don't want to read it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Jason, will you just read? It's like 400 pages. Can you just read this for us and let us know? yes. uh, This is true. A summary. Uh, (laughs) Yaku Buyens, filmmaker extraordinaire. Jack of all trades, I like to call you, fellow of the Falkirk Center, Thank of you. course, as well. And I love this suit. You look very dapper today. You. You're Always. You do. He I does. To represent. <laughs> and Amy Robbins, Ooh. back in the house. More estrogen, finally. So good to be here. I've been waiting for you to come back. <laughs> CEO of Alexo Athletica. Uh, got a lot to get into. Let's start with the breaking news today of Elizabeth Warren. mm RIP to Elizabeth Warren's campaign after there was talk about it. Super Tuesday happened, uh, lacking those results that she had hoped for. And then yesterday, Wednesday, we heard that she was reassessing her campaign. And finally, today, uh, Elizabeth Warren has exited the race. Um, Amy, what are your thoughts? I'm a little surprised. I don't know if any of y'all are surprised
1: because I didn't really know what her play was going to be here. Yeah. I, I didn't know if she was going to fall in line with the establishment, if she was going to um, stay in to take some of the votes away from Bernie to make the Joe Biden thing. I was a little surprised today when she announced that um, she was no longer going to be running. So, I mean, I, none of us are surprised. Right. That she didn't do well. Exactly. Yeah, I yeah. mean, um, but
0: the fact that she stayed in this long, she gave it her best. But yeah, I, I'm a little surprised by it. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's a good point, because. A lot of people going into Super Tuesday, before Super Tuesday happened, they were like, hey, Liz, why don't you drop out so Bernie can get these votes and we can, you know, make sure that all of our socialist policies are actually, you know, come to fruition. And there was question on why she even stayed in that far. Mm -hmm. So you're right. It is like, okay, well, if you stayed in that far... You spoiled Bernie's uh, possible delegates that he could have gotten. And Jesus. now you're like, my work is done here. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and leave. Well, I haven't kind of- seen. Let me let me ask you this, too, Jason. I haven't seen. Have you seen if she's in? Indor- I haven't seen if she's endorsed nope, anyone nope, yet. Nope. That will be interesting to see.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, it, and That will be interesting to see. I don't think that she will mm-hmm. actually endorse mm-hmm. anyone. It's possible, really? but I don't think she will. Uh, I think she's got like a major beef with Bernie, really. Uh, they had a big thing. You remember the, did you just call me a liar on national television? You know that? I
0: think you just called me a liar. She's, <laughs> I think you did.
2: She is so your seventh grade algebra teacher. That's it was exactly the strangest confrontation.
0: Like,
1: yeah.
2: um, it's weird, though, because she was kind of a rock star for a while. She was rising really quickly. Um, she doesn't have a billionaire to beat up on uh, anymore, so I guess... Uh, that was part of the reason losing Mike. I mean, that was pretty classic having the two of them go after each other, which we won't see anymore. But I don't think that I don't think that we should be so hasty in saying that everybody that voted for Warren is now going to vote for Bernie. Mm-hmm. I don't think it really benefits either one of them too much. Mm-hmm. I think there was a lot of people that were just on board with Warren just because they liked her. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, I think that a lot of them won't go as far as Bernie Sanders, and will and we'll head over to Biden.
0: And what? What specific characteristics of Elizabeth
2: Warren right. were likable? I think people that just, they admire this people that never tell question. the truth. Okay, you know? right. They I just mean, love people that lie a lot. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: I just never, I never saw it, though. Elizabeth yeah. and Kamala, um, two women in the race who, and this is why, Show me the right woman, and I would love for a woman absolutely. to be president Thank someday. Yeah, but yes. the, women that I, the women that <laughs> I, <laughs> I have seen yeah, thus no, far, yeah. it, they always come off as these inauthentic, fake people. Yeah. And yeah. I can't shake well, that from their character. Well, b-
3: because they're desperate. Elizabeth is desperate. She's yeah. trying to find a home. That's what's happening with her. She won't endorse anybody, I don't think, because she, she in the back of her mind, may think she's going to get a VP nod what i think and and look she had a little bit of a love affair with bernie of recent Mm where she championed him a little bit Mm -hmm. so it's weird her whole situation was so disfranchised because one minute she's at war with bernie the next minute she supports him yeah and and if you stay in then stay in but not so i think you're going to see her not endorse because i think in the back of her mind she thought she could win legitimately and she may be wanting to get a vp nod
1: she's got a lot of power she you know by not showing her cards right now kind of You have to try to figure out. Okay, really, you're in politics, so you got to figure out what your next move is, where where you're going to go. And by not endorsing somebody right now, she actually holds a lot of power.
3: And so, And, and 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 staying in longer than Bloomberg, look. It was a bigger surprise to see Buttigieg go so early mm-hmm. when he went. Because why would, I mean, he was doing reasonably well. And all of a sudden, he had that now we great,
0: know. Yeah, but now we great understand. In Iowa. Now
3: we understand. This is like a group. They team up. They go, hey, you're the rookie. Right. Hey, if you lose here and you're not with us, you're a mayor for the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah, he's, he, yeah. Well, I think he got strong armed. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely got strong armed. 100%. It's, it's full on
2: establishment yeah. versus. They couldn't the, do that the the to addibles.
3: Elizabeth. She's too crusty and too you know, seasoned. So I think she stayed in just to say, I hung longer than the rest. And mm-hmm. now she's playing chess.
1: I do think it's going to be very interesting for the party that always, again, wants to play identity politics. And she apparently had the women vote. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen now? Where are they going to shift? Who's going to fight more for women's rights? Is it going to be Bernie? Is it going to be Joe Biden? You know, who's... who's? I
3: think both of them pick a, a female VP. I'm, I'm, con- I'm convinced about that. I think both how, of them... How are. do they not? How do I they guess not? unless they
0: pick some other And they're going
3: to want to go minority... Yeah. For the, and, and who is that? Is it? Stacey what, Abrams? Is, it, is that Kamala, Stacey Abrams? No, what's, cra- what's crazy is they're both going to be gunning for
2: Tulsi. And both of them, because mm. I yeah, I, I think, think that she had already signed on to Biden at the very That's beginning. Oh because yeah, because it be was be always Biden, her and yeah, Biden dog. against everyone. Yeah. right. But not, let's not forget, Tulsi was also she quit a high-ranking membership, a uh, uh, leadership position at the DNC That's just right. to go work in, with him and uh, Bernie in his campaign, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. Again, we've said this before, but she's no moderate. Yeah, she no. falls right in line no. yeah. with Bernie. hundred percent. This is this yeah, weird yeah. thing yeah. that yeah. just she because she's somewhat sane, she might be a
3: moderate. But no, those two. Don't that those two non votes fool you. Right? When she, no vote. No, she is not a moderate. But, but how does that play out, though? If either of one pick another Caucasian female VP and Biden thinks he's running in the South, he's got to remember Trump owns the South. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You won the South against the unelectables to the South, the rest of your party. I mean, I don't This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. I like it.
0: That does bring up an interesting point. You know, Biden historically has done really well with African-Americans. He's done really well with minorities. However, you've also got Trump on the other side of this who has the results to back up. Right. You know what he's saying. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he he is putting minorities to work. He is keeping them in their jobs. You know, and you would think they're actually seeing the real results of that. I, uh, so think it'll be interesting... What do you mean? Well,
2: I, I think that I think this is going to be a historic election. On that, I think really? there's going to be a massive switch. Just yeah. think of the numbers in Texas alone. So this was supposed to be a huge, like oh, the numbers were supposed to come out of the woodworks just to vote for the Democratic uh, primary. Yeah. One point, just just take Texas numbers. One point six million people voted in that primary for all, every candidate combined on the Democratic ticket. One point eight million voted for Donald Trump. Yep. Mm-hmm. They actually came out when they didn't have to.
0: Right.
1: They didn't
2: have to yeah, didn't. at all. Yeah. But we had more of a turnout than they did.
3: Combined. Uh, combined, combined, Which combined is turnout, combined turnout, giving they us a little bit more about... hope
1: in Texas, because that, yeah. we all know that Senate race was a little too close yeah. back between Beto a and Cruz. Scary. So,
0: you know, we had that conversation yesterday uh, here at the table. We were talking about how should it give us a little bit more optimism in Texas that Biden won because there was a lot of talk of Bernie being able to pull off Texas. Now Biden's won. But that's what I kept going back to was if you look at at 2018, I mean, Beto O'Rourke was way too close for comfort yeah. in a place like Texas to believe that we can just stay red and not have to worry about anything. Yeah. not have to put the effort and the time or anything into
1: it. Yeah, I agree.
3: Got a thought on that. You know, and I, uh, and I spoke to tenor, Senator Ted Cruz at CPAC last week, right? That was on the heels of a really nasty defeat for him. I mean, the guy was pretty deflated at that time. He was running. He's back with vengeance. He's doing incredible work. So... I like the fact that they think they can turn Texas blue. I mean they talk about it. Oh we're going to turn Texas. And I'm like no. <laughs> it's too well, close. To I just came for from me. California for your yeah. show. I just flew in from LA. I spoke at UCLA last night and I'm telling you, there's a lot of red in that state.
0: This is, there's I mean a uh,
3: lot. Of, it's only the coastal cities that yeah. are blue. Now the, the Orange more County. populous but you get you get inland, you get to Bakersfield. They are really red.
0: Well, I mean that's true. But you know, if, if you look at and I don't want to stay on Texas for too long, but if you look at the down ballot races that took place in 2018, there were a lot of local state mm-hmm. uh, positions that got wiped out that were historically Republican that got wiped out and got replaced, yeah, got replaced. Yeah, got replaced by a Democrat. So I just
3: we got to fight.
1: I I hate
0: to feel safe when it comes
1: to something like that. We should
3: not feel safe. Well, I think it should
1: definitely wake us all up that we can't be complacent. We can't just take for granted what we have here. You know, one of the things... Assume that everyone's just going to stay
0: Republican or conservative.
1: Exactly. And I think we like to blame a lot in Texas on the people that are moving in from states like California for the big businesses. It's actually conservative policies in Texas that um, could potentially turn it blue, Mm -hmm. depending on who's coming over here. But what was interesting with with beto and cruz was it was a lot of people that were already here in texas and so i think it's interesting just to see where where are we going um what is the mentality here in texas uh but for right now that the primaries alone gave me some comfort yeah in knowing okay i don't think they're gonna flip it we have a little bit of breathing room mm-hmm. i have
2: family members that are in college and they all voted for bernie and they had the same background I did, but they're just getting all this. Hey, I'm going to give you free college. I'm going to give you this. Ask my daughter, who's a senior in high school, and I was like, "How are your friends voting for the ones that are 18?" The girl, oh, they're all voting for Bernie. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Why?" It's because they don't. It's because they don't have. Uh, they're not sure what they're going to do for college. They just want free college. Yeah. Now who's going free? It's not free, right?
3: Right.
0: And yeah. you and you, yeah. Yeah. And you yeah, understand yeah. that the quality does not stay the same once it all <laughs> becomes right. free college.
3: And you pay at some point. But interesting question is now that Bernie's not there. Who are they going to vote for? Those college students, because because Biden is not running on and giving you everything free. Right? It's
0: true. And there's not the passion yeah. behind the vote. No wants, they're not voting for Bernie. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Donald Trump, of course, President Trump weighed in on Elizabeth Warren dropping out <laughs> of the way of the race. Never won to uh, to miss a chance to troll A Democrat. He said Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren, who was going nowhere except into Minnie Mike's head, just dropped out of the Democrat primary. Three days too late. She cost crazy Bernie at least Massachusetts, (laughs) Minnesota and Texas (laughs) probably cost him the nomination. Came in third in mass in Massachusetts. Of course he did. (laughs) I mean, of course he did. Not a bad point, though. You hate to see someone from Massachusetts come in third. That's got to be embarrassing for the person. Very. But anyway. uh, All right, let's see. Coming up next, we have got Chuck Schumer, who uh, appeared to threaten Supreme Court Justices Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. Um, Oh, but before we go any further, we do, of course, want to wish a fond farewell to Elizabeth Warren's campaign.
3: Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me... um You know, this is personal for
0: me. When I was 21 years old, I got my first job as a special education teacher. I loved that job. And by the end of the first year, I was visibly pregnant. The principal wished me luck and gave my job to someone else. Pregnancy discrimination? You bet.
3: I think you called me a liar on national TV. What? I think you called me a liar on national no. TV. Let's not do it right now. You want to have that discussion, we'll have that Anything? discussion. You called me a liar. You told me. All right, let's not do it now. I don't want to get a meal, but I just want to say hi, Bernie. Yeah, good. To okay. You.
0: So sad. Sad. Okay, we're over it. Uh, Anyway, we witnessed what happened when the establishment Democrats, their corporate allies, and the media all came together to stop Bernie, right? They resurrected Joe Biden's campaign, which was, for all intents and purposes, DOA. Now, there is a really important lesson there. We are so much stronger when we stick together. Do you hear that, GOP? Patriot Mobile is the only mobile phone provider that donates a portion of your monthly bill to organizations fighting for the values you believe in, like the right to bear arms, life, religious liberty, and supporting veterans. They're not going to go donate part of your bill to Planned Parenthood like the other cell phone providers are. All right, Starting at $25, Patriot Mobile Plan's Come with unlimited talk text and the same nationwide service with no hidden fees. Switching is really easy. You can keep your number. I know a lot of people are like, ah, what if I have, do I have to get a new number? What if it, no, it's all very seamless now in 2020. Go to patriotmobile.com news. You will get free activation when you use the offer code news, plus a free gift when you open up a new line. Or you can call their customer service team at 972 patriot Again, we got to stick together you guys and support this great American company who is supporting your values with every single call you make. Go to patriotmobile.com/news. That is patriotmobile.com/news. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer appeared to threaten Supreme Court Justices Gorsuch and Kavanaugh on Wednesday during a pro abortion rally uh, near the Supreme Court. Of course, he made the remarks at the rally hosted by far left Center for Reproductive Rights. Uh, now, they were having this rally because, of course, the Supreme Court yesterday was hearing a case on abortion. Now, I want to play the clip, but. It was odd to me because the report that I read that came out before Chuck Schumer made these comments was that uh, that Chief Justice Roberts was actually going to side with the Liberals on this particular case. It was just a report as, you know, it, who knows, they haven't actually ruled on it yet, but that was kind of the rumor on the street. So I don't know why you rock the boat in this case, but apparently Schumer thought it was a good idea to uh, to threaten. Supreme Court justices to vote a certain way. Here's what that looked like.
2: And they're taking away fundamental rights. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions.
0: Okay. first of all, that's very that's very unscary. You won't know like, what come in on. you if right. you do the thing At that least. you were going to do. <laughs> okay, so first of all, can we just, let's get that out of the way. Yeah. You're not scary, Chuck Schumer. But, uh, Jason, I heard you say it, and I thought the same thing. I think this is where you were going. Kavanaugh? Yeah. Why are you concerned about Kavanaugh? Kavanaugh has not historically been super conservative on the issue of abortion.
2: No. In fact, the first case that he did, he sided with the liberals Mm -hmm. on that case. So he is not everything that they were worried about. And it was all Roe v. Wade, which was all stupid. It was all politics. We knew from the moment he got there, he was there was no reason for who did he replace? Kennedy. Kennedy. Who it was? I think so. Person he replaced yes. was was the middle of the road guy. He should not have gotten out at the time. We all knew because Kavanaugh was not on the original list from the from Trump that he that was one of his picks. That this was he was like yeah I'll am I want to step out but only if you pick like probably a list of probably two or three names Kavanaugh being one of them. He was always going to be the status quo mm-hmm. always. So they argued and complained and resisted for nothing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely stupid. But to the appears to be a a, a threat. No, that was a threat.
0: Well, he and came even, back yeah. later. Did yeah. you see what he came oh, yeah. back later? and He said,
2: well, because of votes and the Republican Party and all that stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. That has nothing to do yeah. with the Supreme Court. No. <laughs> yeah. Zero. It has nothing to
3: Zero. do. Zero.
0: Right. He, he may not know how it works in the system, but people <laughs> don't actually vote. The voters don't <laughs> vote for the Supreme Court justices.
3: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but in a, in a way, tongue in cheek, it's still a bit of a stab because these are guys appointed under President Trump. Mm-hmm. So anything attached to Trump is kryptonite for these people. Yeah. I mean, you could, if Trump uses certain dog food today, they go with, you know, it's bad dog food. Yeah, but, right. but, he doesn't know how things work. And he's making threats to a small little posse, you know, which is empty and then wants to back it up later. Come, you want to make a real threat, make a real threat. Well, what's yeah. ridiculous
2: is making these, that type of wordage, even though he was just kind of spouting off to the crowd and playing to the crowd, mm-hmm. is dangerous in this time. Yeah, what is a, what is. is
3: a whirlwind, you know, and yeah, because not with him, and I agree with you. This is where I agree with you. It could ignite some nut job on the outside, you know, or a group on the outside to, to now put a target on a Supreme Court justice, even just politically and go after somebody who's just doing his job, which I mean, is, which is allowed to vote anywhere he wants to, by the way. Yeah,
0: which yeah. Is, is a good point, especially when you consider, you know, just in the last couple of years. We've heard inflammatory rhetoric. We've also heard the Democrats come back and say, you know, Trump is actually enforcing the laws at the border. This is very inflammatory of him to do. But then we've seen a Bernie Sanders supporter come and shoot up, uh, you know, a congressional baseball game uh, practice and actually injure. I mean, if he had it his way. He would have killed all of them. Mm-hmm. So it just seems bizarre for the Democrats to be the ones That's at this racist. time talking about, you know, inflammatory statements and how we shouldn't be making them. And then you've got Chuck Schumer literally saying Leading the charge on it. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's obviously this is the party of double standards. We say this all of the time. None of us are surprised at this. What I actually took away and found fascinating about this entire story, not so much that he was threatening Supreme Court justices, but the fact that here you have the party who is uh, most of the time the ones who want to instill more rules and regulations in the name of public s- and personal safety. This is very misleading, what, what he's talking to with this crowd, because the bill that they were actually discussing was in an attempt to put more regulations in place to keep make abortions safer, Yeah. which we all see the irony in that, of right. course. Right. Um, you know, we all know coming
0: away from an abortion, someone's not coming out of there alive. So, you know, so... You mean to tell me the whole intent of an abortion is that someone is not safe? I know.
1: I, I know. But the, which is ironic because the law that they are fighting against yeah. was, you know, giving these hospitals, giving the doctors hospital privileges, Admitting which basically privileges, yeah. just allows the hospitals to go in and make sure that these doctors are qualified mm-hmm. and educated and competent to perform an abortion. Um, but and if there's an emergency... That they're get able medical to get help medical quickly. Health. So it, they love rules and regulations when it comes to everything else. Second Amendment, mm-hmm. uh, you know, red tape for everything else, except for abortion. <laughs> Hands off our abortions, you know, yeah. but, it's in,
3: but it's in the balance because a similar bill. It's a Louisiana bill that they're referencing it off of in a Texas bill that similar was voted down in Texas. So that there is a chance for them not to get what they want. Sure. But it's also a free shot at the president. Mm-hmm. because it's two guys. But again, how do you threaten a Supreme Court justice? By telling him how to how to make a decision and how to vote externally, I mean, that, it goes well, ag- it goes against everything that our government is set up to do. Yeah, and I'm like, justice you, system. You
0: already had the report that came out that showed that one of the quote conservatives was going to swing your way. Why push it? at that point. You know what I mean? Like, why why make them feel like that? Because then you got to be worried if I'm Chuck Schumer, I'm like, oh, I don't want them to vote the other way just to spite me because I've threatened them now. So I don't know. I do want to play uh, a couple other clips just to show just the extremism and the horror show that is the pro-choice movement now. These are the other things that were going on at the rally that Chuck Schumer was speaking at. Where are the abortion providers at? Where are the future abortion providers at? Woo! Awesome. And a special shout out to where are my people who had abortions. Woo! Where you all at? Nothing about this work is going to be without us. Woo! Awesome. So, as I said, <laughs> I had an abortion when I was 19. It was honestly one of the best decisions of my life. I was simply not ready to become a parent and that's really all you need to know! And let me tell you, this obsession with our bodies, you know,
1: I, in the legislature, in the Michigan legislature for six years, used to say people to people, yo, yo, you know why <laughs> you're so freaking obsessed with what I decide to do with my body, maybe you shouldn't even want to have sex with me, or
2: with you, or with okay. anyone.
1: That's a good idea. <laughs> point, yeah. very good
3: point. That's a very good so idea. these
1: ladies yeah. aren't concerned at all about the level of of what doctors performing this very potentially invasive surgery, especially as we they're allowing these later-term abortions to go on. We're not talking about a simple surgery procedure here, and yet these women don't seem to care at all that there's nothing in place that's regulating who's who's doing this to their bodies, how safe it is, what if something happens to you during the procedure. It just blows my mind. They want
2: quantity, not quality when, exactly. it, when it comes to this. They don't really exactly. care how the baby dies they or if the yeah. woman. That's, that's what's so ironic because they don't care about it's the... You know the well-being of the woman, which is what—that's what—it's kind of like their entire argument. You know, my health. Oh, except when it comes to actually making sure that they're following standards. Mm -hmm. And what—and this is such a stupid argument. Let's say it shuts down one, two. Let's say it shuts down ten abortion clinics. Well, the problem has gotten so bad here in the United States. There's another eight thousand
3: that you have a choice to go to.
0: Well, they might have to drive a little bit farther. And I mean, come on—you don't want to inconvenience a woman when she's on her way to murder her own child.
3: Look, I am so sick of this argument. It's my body. It's not your body you're very pregnant amy right you
0: look great you're a a
3: host at the moment of another human being yep your body that baby's body it's not your body so number one it's not your body the hypocrisy is through the ceiling with these women because they fight for women's rights and then they come in there now we want to regulate something to make sure you survive this atrocity and now you can't because they I, i just i'm i'm over it man i'm tired and they're erratic They they look like Antifa at the moment.
0: Mm -hmm. They're unhinged.
3: They look like Antifa. They're unhinged. They're unglued and and boasting, boasting about abortion. The celebratory manner of it, where they're cheering that fact on. Who's had it? Yay. That's not a happy experience. None
0: of this work is going to be done without us. Well, yeah, because you're the ones getting abortions, dummy. Yeah. (laughs) No kidding. None of this work is going to be done without you. If you stop getting abortions, obviously no one's going to do it. Stupid.
3: All right. Back in a minute. These are the girls. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: We're not back in a minute. We're not back in a minute because I have a live spot to do. Let me talk to you about losing your hair. It sucks, all right? You know what doesn't? Keeping your hair without leaving your couch. So you got to know Keeps if you are uh, maybe, I don't know, men and women. It happens to all of us. Uh, Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products. They are the real deal. And like I said, they're generic, so they're going to save you a fortune. It's super simple. Uh, Here in 2020... All you got to do, you just answer a few online questions, you take a few pictures of your hair, and a doctor will review everything and recommend the right FDA-approved hair loss treatment for you. They ship it directly to your door. You don't have to go into a doctor's office. You don't have to have the embarrassing exam and questions. And a whopping 66% of men experience hair regrowth thanks to Keeps. All you got to do is go to Keeps.com. why You can get 50% off. Yeah, I said five zero half off. That is Keeps. Dot com slash why dot com slash why go there now. <music> Bernie Sanders, we mentioned the 2020 race earlier. Bernie Sanders has apparently come out and said, put it out there that he will drop out of the Democrat race if Joe Biden has more delegates by convention time, even if. Joe Biden does not have the majority. Um, he did say this on Rachel Maddow's show on MSNBC on Wednesday. So he can't come back and say... Smart. I didn't say that. Uh, Jason, you said it's smart.
2: It's smart because he's setting Joe up. Yep. Because if, if it's close... He knows that if he is within a handful of delegates mm-hmm. or even 100 of delegates or whatever, he will not get the nomination because the superdelegates will swing the other way. So he's setting this up right from the beginning... Just in the in the off chance that you know he's within a couple hundred delegates or whatever, uh, you know or it goes the other way that Biden he can say Biden, I told you I would have dropped out. Why aren't you dropping out? Mm-hmm. Yep. I already said I would Beca- he's scared to death of the broker convention, which yes. Milwaukee as a whole which should, he should be, be. To death. Yeah. and
3: they're moving they're moving to a bro- they will they, they will it, it's, he should be he should be scared of that uh, but what happens? I want to lead Syria, but what happens when he does? He drops out. I'm interested to see what happens to the burn, the burn team. What are they going to do? I mean, are they going to not show up? No, no, they're, they're still going to be pissed, I are think. Are they going to vote? No, they're going to be pissed.
2: At
0: the, are they, they, they going to show up, up at the voting booth? Yeah,
3: or are they going to vote for Joe? I've seen some of them say they'll vote for Trump just out of spite of yep, the establishment. Yep, I've heard that. I've see, heard that, too. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. I'm telling you. The worst That's thing- why I believe Trump is championing, sorry, Bernie— He's like, they're gonna steal it from Bernie. He, oh, he, he, oh, I a
1: hundred. I agree with you. I love that. Percent on you you, like, you gosh, swing the. You play it the other way. He's a master this, and he's a master manipulator. He understands what he's doing, and he's yeah. riling he's up favor that Bernie me. base to, you know what? He he's he is showing his support for Bernie and yes. how unfair this process has Tapping been for him. Tapping into their mm-hmm. well, emotions
2: He trounces Bernie. He he has a he has a. Biden gives him more of a runoff because he'll get more of those middle America, more moderate people will have a choice to make. You know, the ones that flipped in the last election went over Trump. They'll say, oh, maybe I could flip back over. So he's got a problem there. Well, not a problem there. He's just got more of an issue there mm. or a challenge there. But Bernie, I mean, no, he, he trounces Bernie. But what I was going to say earlier is he, they, all the Bernie bros out there, let's say they vote for Trump or they don't, they're still going to get pissed. It doesn't do, you know, having Biden uh, as the president does nothing for their movement. No. Mm. It does nothing. and In fact, it sets them back it because it puts the establishment no. more in control. Mm-hmm. They want to push the Democratic Party further and further than the left. Bernie's the only way to do that. Biden hampers that the same way that Clinton did. But they're still going nuts in Milwaukee. But
1: you don't think that some drops, of the, Ber- the Bernie fans could be looking at Trump as anti-establishment? I mean, and might yeah, want to yeah. throw their support behind if they really are truly wanting to go anti-establishment. I mean, you don't get more anti- oh, yeah. anti-establishment than Trump.
2: Yeah, they're both anti-establishment, mm-hmm. which is so crazy. I mean, the exact same scenario. Tr- Bernie is the exact same thing that Trump is really. That's more of a nationalistic, you yeah. know. Uh, populist-type message. Only one is hardcore left, one is more on the right.
0: Insane. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, we've had all this talk about Super Tuesday, but haven't seen a lot of coverage on this. Uh, Apparently, nine seats currently held by Democrats in California look vulnerable enough that the GOP might actually unseat them. So the San Francisco Chronicle, the only place that that we saw it, uh, Republicans took a strong step A strong first step in the primary election toward grabbing back at least some of the seven California congressional districts that Democrats flipped in 2018. With millions of late arriving mail ballots still uncounted from Tuesday's election, Republicans have so far combined for a majority of the votes in six of those seven districts. GOP candidates have solid leads in two of them. It's kind of what we were talking about uh, here in Texas Mm -hmm. as well that to have the incumbent in office and still have that passion to go out there and vote at all really yeah. says something. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely does, and it's so important. I
1: mean, we, we've, I would love to get the House back. I would love to have it all read just all the way across the board. Um,
3: we'll see. Yeah. But I'll tell you, a California conservative is a special kind of conservative, okay? Brave. <laughs> <laughs> I came from there last night, and, and, and this is what I meant. I think we can swing those those districts and those seven seats. That, look, I don't think we win California, mm-hmm. but we are we're gonna we're gonna deliver some blows.
2: I've I've actually worked and protected a candidate that was running uh, as a Republican, and we traveled all over the state, and I was shocked because I lived in Los Angeles. I, that's what I thought the rest of the country yeah. was, or the state was, pretty much. <laughs> but we traveled to Orange County, and you get like, Newport, and, you know, Laguna. and um, Laguna, yep, those places. Very conservative. Very conservative. Yeah. Very strong conservative. Then when you travel up north, and you go <laughs> the up bay. the other, yeah, <laughs> the, the farm areas, all that stuff, also very, very mm-hmm. red. Mm. Um, it, what sucks, too, and a lot of them were, you know, expressed, you know, frustration. Because they're like, literally anything we want to do, it's so dominated by those heavy, heavily populated areas, we can't get anything done out here. Right. There's like nothing. like so we're, we're just not represented because it's so dominated from L.A. and San Francisco.
0: You have yeah. to believe, though, that L.A. and San Francisco <clears throat> will eventually get to the point where, I mean, you've got the people who are voting Democrat every single time who are having to deal with needles when they walk out of their houses and poop all over the streets. So you would think that they there would come a point where they would be self-aware enough to be like, oh, huh, it's me who's voting for these policies. The policies aren't working. Why do
1: we <laughs> yeah. keep doing this? Um, yeah.
3: I, I don't know. You know, if, if I can use South Africa, my, my native country as an example, 24 years now that they've taken power over and they still vote the same, there's just some sort of mm. a displacement yeah. mentality with it, it doesn't mm-hmm. connect with these people. Which the is what frightens
0: left. me about the people moving from California to Texas. They don't mm-hmm. connect. They don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Jason. you hope that the, the ones who are voting for you
1: know, the the life that they're going to be getting by moving out of California. You would hope that they would see that. With like their wallet.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. The,
2: the, every, when I lived out there, every single time their policy was exactly the same. We're gonna tax people more, tax companies more, and then we're going to use that extra tax money to throw even more money at the problem. And mm-hmm. it never worked. It was like doubling down every single time. So when businesses started to suffer, when workers started to suffer, they were, they just didn't put that connection. Oh, it's mm-hmm. because our policies, our high-tax policies, our mm-hmm. high-regulation how, how policies, that's the reason why. Well,
1: I think it's it, easier uh, to connect, too, with the voter on social policies. And if you notice, they vote very liberal when it comes to social policies. Mm-hmm. And they don't necessarily look at what's happening with the economics. They're not looking with what's happening with corporate tax rates, their own personal tax rates, and any of that. And so when they're making their their Choice at the ballot box, I think they're really looking at, okay, well, when I see on on the news which candidate is more compassionate or has more, um, they're gonna do more for the social programs. That's very important to a lot of people, especially in California, and I think maybe that could play a big part of why they continue to vote the way that they're Mm -hmm. voting.
2: It's of really all, looking it's all right.
1: Economics of everything. What might end up right doing?
2: Brain. What might end up doing is the decriminalization that's going on right now. I just posted a video mm-hmm. on Twitter the other day. Of uh, did you see that? Where there was so they they made yes. a law now to where it's not a felony as long as you steal nine hundred and fifty dollars and under. Yeah. yeah. So people are going into stores with trash bags, stealing, yeah. stealing up yeah. to nine hundred and forty-nine dollars. Yeah. 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 and They're walking out. A police officer cannot arrest yeah. them. Yeah, mm-hmm. Just hands them a citation and they walk free. But mm-hmm. that's why they decriminalized uh, the use of like drugs. That's why the needles are everywhere. You can go into a facility, shoot, shoot up all up. you. Want, that's completely
1: legal. Our business is going to stay alive out there. I don't understand. How are you going to get new businesses? They're to going to have to raise prices these, well, to, to, to deal yeah, with this. They raise are. Yeah, that's in right San Francisco.
3: Yeah, they, look at that. Yeah, that's absolutely. Insane. Look at that video. They are. And as we watch the clip, they're raising property tax again in California. Mm-hmm. I mean, it literally, at Californian's yesterday, they tell me, We can't live here anymore.
0: Yeah. We I,
3: physically can't afford it. And I want to tell them, But you did this. Right. You voted this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. you just got to believe yep. something's yeah. got to give. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, Uh, All right. When we come back, let's get into coronavirus. I guess we'll just touch on that just for a minute. Don't want to spend too much time on it. I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing about it, but we'll just go over the new developments. But first, uh, home title fraud. That is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. And it's probably something that you haven't taken too much time to think about. Uh, You're like, oh, I have my security system, so my home is safe. I can, like, I can tap in on my phone and go look in the camera and make sure that no one's in my home. Yeah. Well, consider this. Your home's title is stored online where people who do bad things and hack into systems and everything can just go access it, and they can forge your signature. And then they can own all of your equity and uh, own your house. And they can borrow against your home and stick you with the payments. Now, there's no insurance program, no bank program that protects you, but Home Title Lock does. You could already be a victim of title fraud, and you wouldn't know it until it's already this too much damage that's already been done. And you can't get your equity back. Find out if you are already a victim by going to HomeTitleLock.com. If you enter Y, you'll get a month of free protection. Again, register your address and make sure you are not already a victim. Enter promo code Y for one month for free at HomeTitleLock.com. That is HomeTitleLock.com. COVID-19, uh, also known as coronavirus, it is it's still spreading here in the country. Uh, roughly a thousand people in New York City have been ordered quarantined by health officials, uh, mostly over fears that they may have come into contact with five individuals in one community in that area who have tested positive for COVID-19. There are six confirmed cases in the state. Uh, and of course, this is, you know, they're, you're in New York, so you commute. All the time. There's a lawyer who commutes back and forth every day. Um, I don't, I still just looking at the people who are actually dying from it. It's, you know, it is, the last I heard was a 90 year old woman. Um, they're, they're old or they have underlying health conditions. Uh-huh. No offense if you're old. I <laughs> don't wish this on you. Um, but it doesn't feel to me yet like it, it should have the panic behind it that it has right
2: now. I mean, it's so infectious that, yeah, so everyone sitting at this table right now might not even notice if we contracted the virus that we had it. We would be
0: it. asymptomatic, possibly. Yeah,
2: possibly that? Or you're just like, dang, allergies are bad right yeah, now. Do you know I was, what I mean? like cold. Or bad cold or sinuses, mm-hmm. something like that. But when it gets to the elderly, that's when, you know, like my parent, like it starts becoming bad like when you're 60. Uh, you, you're more susceptible. Mm-hmm. Well that's my parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, six seventies and eighties, my grandparents are still alive. Yep. They are highly susceptible to this. So then you start it starts getting more scary. Mm-hmm. Especially when you start looking at places like so like those thousand people in New York, yeah. I think that's gonna become widespread. So if you're thinking about especially people like maybe our age.
0: And these are just quarantined.
2: They, there's quarantine, they just pre- stay in the house. Right. Quarantine. Right. But if you look in uh, if you look uh, what's that county, Kings County over in C- Seattle, yeah. they're telling two and a half million people to stay home. There's now 33 schools that have been shut down and they're being told you can't come back for 14 days. Now, look at it from this angle. Could you, oh, and they're telling them not to go to work either. Mm -hmm. Can your business, like you own a business, could it operate with no bodies in the facility?
1: I mean, we're all e commerce, so. yeah, probably
3: So the problem But if our they shipping center shut down, well, yes. if our Thank manufacturing plant shut down, right. down, that's what would Absolutely. Have to, you have Absolutely.
1: Have to it, prepared it would be. For, yeah.
2: for sure. And then also just your home. Like, do you have, if you have to keep the kids, let's say you're in King County, yeah. they, they weren't thinking this a few days ago, but now they have the entire family told to stay in the house and not to, you know, attend gatherings or anything. Do you have 14 days worth of food in your
1: house? No, and can your overage driver, like, come to your house? He wouldn't
2: be able to work out. Allowed yeah. to do that yeah uh, these are wild questions that if this continues to spread we're all gonna have to start thinking about now, it
0: now President Trump uh, came out and said he just had a hunch which I believe he has backed up by uh, some doc- other doctors' C- opinions CDC and Right. right yeah. um, but he has a hunch that this what was it 3.2 uh, percent death rate yeah, yeah is not going to stick because it's skewed right now because we're only we just started testing. So there's a skewed number when you're looking at the death rate versus the people. There could have been many, many people for weeks now who could have had it and recovered.
3: Yeah, if you take a subset and a sample, it's why polling doesn't work in our country anymore either. Mm -hmm. Right? You take a subset and a sample. Well, where was it? What's the other conditions around it? How old were they? What's the community transit and all that kind of stuff? But if you look at if you look at the virus, right, and you look at death rate. Mortality rate by infection. Number one, you don't even know to your point who's really infected because younger people, your immune system is stronger. Mm -hmm. So I think just general health, I thought the CDC did a great job the other day by saying, look, treat this thing like we tell you to treat the flu. Don't touch your face, wash your hands. You know, mm-hmm. don't cough on people. Simple thing like hey, yes. cough in your elbow. Maybe just boost your immune system. Mm-hmm. Let's double down on vitamin C. Yep. Let's really start sleeping and resting well and stay hydrated and teach mm-hmm. our kids and not go into panic mode. Yeah. Well I think okay? it'll
1: help too as soon as they start getting more information to us quicker on like exactly what you said. Who is actually dying from this? Yeah. I mean, I have to go digging. As soon as they fine. say somebody died again in the United States of the coronavirus, okay, well, how old were they? What were their underlying health they should, Like, yeah. Tell us more right. information so that we can contain a little bit more of the panic. Yeah, It's so unknown, and people are generally going to be scared of things that is unknown. We already know that. And so I think the more information that we can get out quicker to people, mm-hmm. the better off
0: we're all going to be on kind of containing this hysteria a little bit more. Yeah, I think it's unknown. And it also what they are telling us is very hyped up um, I, who was it? Bill Maher, who basically said he wants some sort of economic resec- recession so that Trump will not yes. be elected. Yes. So it's like we—it's just hard because Hoping for something. Like obviously, I don't this. want I people. Know. I don't want people to die from it. I certainly wasn't trying to say, well, it's fine if it only takes old people. I mean, you don't want anyone to die from it. But if you put it into perspective with the flu that kills what sixty-eight thousand people yeah, a year. Absolutely. I mean, and other things. And you can't say anything about the vaccine because yeah, there's a vaccine. Maybe half the population takes it, and it's what thirty. 13% effective some years, yeah, but remember, so a flu probably vaccine, not a lot of protection just from the vaccine. It's I don't want to take a new body's
1: vaccine immune, yeah. though, also that yeah. just came out on the market right. and start. I don't want to be one of the guinea pigs that are testing out a new vaccine. <laughs> yeah, look, look the up. flu
3: vaccine covers one strand of flu. This 13 plus strands. Yeah, they of just flu. have to guess. Okay. Which yeah, one so it's, so going it's going not even it, your body forms perfect antibodies. Again, we got to take care of ourselves, but not panic. Right. That's what the left wants here. Panic, you know, fall apart, you know, cry wolf. That the stock market crash, Bill Maher gets his mm-hmm. wish. You know, they all want to see the sky fall. You know, yeah. because that's another way to get after the president. Mm-hmm. You know, we shouldn't weaponize these kind of things. We yeah, should be smart.
2: And uh, I, I, I might have talked about this on, on your show before, but I mean, just the the disinformation coming from them right now is just ridiculous. You know, uh, President Trump said, I'm giving $2.5 or I'm requesting $2.5 to combat this. And then instantly Chuck Schumer no, announced, no, police, no. it's inadequate. Yeah. You know, it's, no, we need $8 you know, million. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that number come from? Where does that
3: come from? It, exactly.
2: Well, it's, I mean, if you well, go by precedent, back right. in 2009 during the swine flu, yeah. the uh, swine flu had already killed 1,000 Americans, way above the... The, the time right now uh, had been spreading throughout I think for six months in the country it was in forty six states so far worse of a situation as it was then than it is now and Barack Obama only asked for 1.5 billion mm-hmm. and he got high grades was praised oh gosh you know you know liberal
3: Jesus did it again yeah. you know it's so great
2: but but now it's it's all politics. Yeah, it's politics.
3: Yeah. It's all it's politics. politics. They will politicize anything.
0: Uh, all right well remember people wash your damn hands back in a <laughs> Really? They're like, just walk. Yesterday's poll. Does Bernie stand any chance at getting the Democrat nomination? Oh, while well, Elizabeth Warren is still in the race. That was yesterday's poll. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how things change so what are they, what are they day to day. <laughs> they said, no, Bernie does not stand a chance at getting the Dem nomination. There was 85% of you who said no. 15% who said yes for those who are slow at math. Uh, I, I mean, you heard the table's response to uh, how this affects Bernie potentially in the Democrat race. Today's poll, with Warren out, who has the strongest chance of getting the 2020 Democratic nomination? Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders or who the hell knows? I, I made that last that last option.
2: That Biden's, uh, it's all Biden's, really. I mean, he's he's got voters to count on and he's got his, the establishment backing him up. Mm-hmm. So even if he doesn't get the, the delegates, he's still going to get the nomination, unless this is a blowout in Bernie's, which does not look like case. At the Are
0: moment. you also insinuating that if no one uh, got the uh, majority that Joe Biden would not step down like Bernie announced that he would.
3: No,
2: because he knows, <laughs> and everyone. But he's probably being told, oh, "Hey, bro, don't worry about it. We got it. It doesn't
1: even absolutely. matter at this point. Like Joe Biden didn't even have to be sane. He just <laughs> yeah. has to be able to be controlled. I mean, <laughs> he should have dropped, yeah. dropped that.
3: dropped out a month ago. and said, We got you. Hold on. <laughs> Look, it's gonna be Biden, and we want it to be Biden. He's easier to beat. You think? Yeah.
0: Oh, we'll find oh, yeah. out. Ah, easier to let be. us know what to you think. think. You go to the Bluesy Twitter.
3: Biden is easier to beat
0: I don't then burn you
3: Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters We hope you enjoyed the podcast If you'd
2: like to watch the program become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at BlazeTV.com